Day on Unsolved Mysteries. What happened to the 27 variants from last year? The Kate Daly Show starts now. Those of us who spent like 30 years in the gay rights movement, as it were, our core objective was to remind people, we did in the, in the 80s and 90s, really. We said, we just want to be like you. We don't want to change your life in any way. What we did was emphasize what we have in common with everyone else, not what sets us apart. In other words, what we were doing was a universalist human experiment. What they're doing is a very particularist, identity-based defense of it, which appeals to no one because it's not even asking anybody to agree or disagree. It's demanding obedience because, again, this comes down to philosophically. If you believe in power, if you believe in truth, they don't believe in truth. They don't believe there's any stable truth, let alone about biology or anything else. So the only way they can do this is by the exercise of will. By the exercise of raw power. Interesting clip. (laughs) There's a couple things about that clip, actually, that I want to say. Um, but welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I hope you everybody had a, th- a good three day weekend. Did you have a <laughs> Did you have a good three day weekend? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, I I forgot that it was President's Day, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to know because no one mentions what we're taking right. the day off for. But that and. <laughs> That and the fact that I'm thoroughly disgusted with how people think about the presidency. (laughs) Is that all? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, yes, Washington's birthday. But you'd never know it because it's not not really talked about and it should be, which is kind of sad. No, it's just a holiday. Another day off of work. Barbecue. I know. It just, uh, Memorial Day has become like a barbecue. Yeah. Go to the beach and a barbecue, right? I mean, it's just interesting how those holidays, but you have a whole month of gay pride. Well, they've changed the definition yeah. of the word holiday. Mm. Mm-hmm. Holiday now means yeah. just a day off. There's right, nothing right, right. special. It doesn't represent yeah. anything. Yeah. Well, except, except for <laughs> Martin Luther King Day. That's a holiday. <laughs> um so that was an interesting clip and and he talked about as a gay man the fight for them to be like everyone else which i find kind of fascinating because i'm just going to pick apart the first part of that okay because it may the clip makes it sound like it was all so benign in the beginning our protesting and now our protesting they're they're they've taken off in this direction of calling it raw power but what fascinated me was the fact that he went on and on and on about how they in the in the 80s and 90s it was just it was just parades and protests to just be like everyone else. Okay, the difference between say myself and and somebody that's gay is who you're in the bedroom with, right? Yep. Everything else pretty much on par with the rest of humanity. I'm not downplaying that. What I'm saying is, is they didn't want to just be like everyone else. He's lying. Because what they wanted to do was normalize who they had in the bedroom as if it was nothing. So that's really what they were doing. And I wish people would be honest about that. And, and I wish they would say, I want to normalize and I want to validate what I'm doing. And I want to have you think what I'm doing is 
perfectly fine and, and perfectly normal. But it's really not. But that's really what he was saying. He wasn't saying we just want to be noticed for being like you. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's what you're doing in the bedroom sets you apart and you want to normalize it. Just be honest about your mission. And then he went on to say, you know, all about now it's power. It is. It is about raw power. He was right about that. It is. But here's how it was done. Mm -hmm. Many people today, the minute you question someone's Mm -hmm. sinfulness, Mm -hmm. the first thing they say is, Jesus said we're to love one another. Right. Okay. I read an interesting article that basically says, look, that's probably the most widely quoted of, of Christ's sayings. Mm-hmm. However, it doesn't stop there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's other things that are said. Mm-hmm. So the just love one another it's part is out of picking. context. It's cherry picking. Yes. And the reality is that if we were not allowed to make judgments, mm-hmm then how can we stop bad behavior? Right. We can't. Right. And so what when Jesus said, don't judge, mm-hmm. what he was saying was don't judge hypocritically. Mm-hmm. Don't call out the homosexual. If you're a homosexual, right. you know, right. if you're an adulterer, if you're, <laughs> you know, then, you, then keep yeah. your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. But there is, uh, Jesus was not saying, don't judge anything goes. Right. <laughs> and that's the real issue. Yeah. But that part about, oh, you're mm-hmm. just a hater and you don't believe in the love of Christ, that's just a bogus argument to mm-hmm. shut you up. Yeah. Um, in this in, in in what he was talking about is his protests and his parades and things like that, but where they wanted us to be known as just like them. Yeah. Which we're not. Nope. Um it's it was interesting because if you look at an atheist, okay. An atheist isn't out there protesting (laughs) and saying to you, I want to be just like you. I want you to look at me just like you. What they do is they just say, I'm an atheist in private, and they're an atheist. Okay? They're not out there to validate, normalize, because truly when I say that's what it's about, here's some proof for you. So you don't find an atheist doing that. You don't say, I want to be just like you. Even though we're completely different. <laughs> I want to be just like you. That's You, you don't see it. No. Because they're not trying to normalize it. You don't see adulterers saying it either. <laughs> and, and and really right. the disdain for sin yeah. between adulterers and homosexuals is really no different. Yeah. You, you, it's just bad behavior and against they're, God's will. They're just angry that that there are people out there that will perceive them as doing something sinful. Yeah. That's the bottom line. They don't line. like it's it. Just, they're just mad about it. And nope. they want to change your mind and tell you that you can't say it's sinful. You have to say it's completely normal and it's good. See, you have to go that far to please them. Otherwise, they wouldn't be having the parades. They wouldn't have the protests. They wouldn't have the dedicated mission to uh, to the power to conform marriage, to to do all of these things. There would be no mission. They would just sleep with whoever they want to sleep with in the privacy of their own home. Done. I mean, go do it. You want to go do that? Go do it. And so we're talking about this from a mm-hmm. sexual perspective, mm-hmm. but we've done it in other areas of our society, too. There are states now where if you can, you can steal up to $1,000 worth of merchandise and not be punished, 
what you're being told is it's okay to be a thief mm-hmm. as long as you limit your theft a little bit. <laughs> you know, that's Don't ridiculous. They want to normalize it and yeah. validate it. Yeah. 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 It's just people will play that clip and they'll say, see, here's a gay man telling the truth about the movement that he is not, that he does not like now, but he liked it back then. But back then it was still a lie. It was still hinged on, well, we're just want to be like you. No, no. Otherwise you wouldn't need to go to all that trouble. So it's always been about normalizing and validating. And when I say normalizing it, making it the Christian thing to do. And so that's a problem. I, I see. You know, 60 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, people with different sexual desires mm-hmm. kept it secret. It was private. Yeah. Well, it should be if, in the if, bedroom. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just like we don't go around bragging about our heterosexuality, they didn't go about bragging about their homosexuality 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. When the problem started is when they decided... We're coming out of the closet, and we're going to let you know we're queer, and you're going to like it or not. But and you're not only going to like it, yeah. you're going to back it. You're yeah. going to tell us that what we're doing is moral. That's right. really what we're talking about here. And and that all started when they decided we're coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. nonsense. I know. Um, and then, of course, you guys probably heard the news about breast milk and trans milk and how this very obscure little foundation in England decided that, um, that they, after their own study and wokeness, cause they're completely woke, call them chest feeders and everything else, um, that it had the same nutrients That's- chemically enhanced trans milk. They said has the same nutrients as breast milk. Yeah. I know you're probably thinking we still live in a, in a world that's normal, right? Or at least the semblance of normal. Nope. Nope. Now, this wasn't an agency here in the United States. It was a it was a very small little study done by a hospital that is over like six or seven hospitals. The Royal Hospital being one of them. That, the, the hospitals over there. Yeah. And they put this out. And so the articles all say a, a health agency, but it, it's it's this hospital that's extremely woke, and um, you can go do some research on it. It's the uh, University Hospitals Sussex NHS Foundation Trust. Okay, that's fairly new, and uh, so they're putting this out there. Now we all know that that's complete horse crap. Right. Okay. I prefer um, bull crap. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Can you even? Can you even just wrap your head around that right now? I can't. I don't know how they can come out and say that. But they well, that, they might as well be also teaching that a female's eggs are really no different than sperm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no mean, different. They're not. They're the same thing, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's really what we're. It's um. It's again normalizing things that aren't normal, telling you that things are normal when they're not, and we've been lied to enough. I'm, I'm tired of the lies. And even in that clip I played, that was another lie. It was, uh, it was I'm going to lie to you in this way, and now I'm going to kind of more tell you the truth in this way. And I think no matter what, we always have to parse these things out and explain exactly what's behind these clips because they get tossed around as truth. And 
I'm sorry, but we have to keep talking the truth because the truth isn't in these kinds of clips and obviously isn't in um, news like trans milk is the same as breast milk. We all know it's not. It has to be chemically enhanced. It's it's not the same. I I think we're beyond just having to speak the truth. Mm -hmm. I think we not only have to speak the truth, but we have to point out the lies constantly also. Yeah, the big fibs. We'll take your calls, uh, 888-673-1450, if you're listening to us live um, and listening to us on the website, kdallyradio.com, and of course, we're on the air live. Um, but we'll be right back. There's a lot I want to talk about. Uh, know your enemy. Who is the enemy? And uh, the Dr. Malone case uh, that got dismissed, too. This was quite interesting, actually. We've had Peter Bragan on the show, and this was Kind of an interesting turn of events, too. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. More with Uncle Milty. Yeah, do I have to eat this? Oh, honey, it's great protein. Don't be picky. Eat your crickets. Many are following the lead of the United Nations to replace your meat diet with an insect diet. It's an all-out war on meat, farmers, and ranchers. Don't let new green policies place controls on your life and overall freedoms. It's time to get us out of the UN. Go to JBS.org or call 800-JBS-USA-1. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. So glad to have you listening. And uh, hope your short week, you know, short weeks are actually harder for me. I don't know why. I love a vacation, by the way, but short weeks are actually a little more difficult to do. Um, and trying to cram all that news into into a little bit of time, for sure. Um, so Birch Gold was talking about uh, the fact that uh, that the, the, the kind of the discrepancies between gold and silver ratios, and they were talking about how it was, uh, silver was $26 per ounce back in December, now it's $23 per ounce, per ounce is it undervalued? And why is China underreporting its gold reserves? There's a lot going on here, and you should probably check this out. This is an article done by uh, Gold Birch, uh, Birch Gold. I'm sorry, and um, they talk. They give a like a detailed analysis on the how and why about why this is going on. So, and it has a lot to do with the central banking. So, I think so much is going on while our eyeballs are all on court cases and and everything else. You might want to take a look at what's going on with money because I think that we're going to get hood hoodwinked i really do into a situation and this is your time to do something about it get your iras and your retirement backed by gold and buy gold and silver um, this is a good time to do it and this is your window i think things are going to change and i think there won't be opportunities to do this um, you can do it for free get everything backed by gold like that iras and retirement all you have to do is text 989898 that's the phone number for Birch Gold, 989898, just send off a text. Text my name, Kate, K-A-T-E. So easy to do. But I just want us to be prepared. Um, oh, man, there's so much happening here. Um, so much, so much, so much. Um, talking about court cases, Dr. Malone was suing Peter Bregan, who we've had on the show multiple times, you know, um, suing Peter Bregan and his wife, Ginger, uh, for... Actually, for uh, talking about um, the fact 
his CIA ties. <laughs> they outed his CIA ties and his involvement in the deep, deep state um, as he as Malone came out in about April of 2020 and then claimed that he developed mRNA. And I think there's so much here that needs to be uncovered. And so the judge dismissed it and said, stop bringing these frivolous cases against these people or, or I'm going to make you pay for their uh, legal fees. Yeah, yeah, legal fees. And uh, so the case is going nowhere. I think he was suing. Well, he was suing for millions of dollars against Peter Bregan. Yeah. And uh, I've loved Peter Bregan's visits to the show. I think he's been great. He wrote a ginormous book on COVID-19 um, and some of the lies associated with it. Um, and he was calling out Dr. Robert Malone. I met Dr. Robert Malone. I shook Dr. Robert Malone's hand. That was a dark moment it was interesting to say the least i didn't walk away with like the greatest feeling we'll put it that way um i think there's way more to dr malone and his wife um and uh and what he's claiming and and the whole situation behind dr malone what was your take on malone i to be honest i've never put much yeah into it mm. i i just mm. he never struck me as like uh, Tenpenny or some of the mm-hmm. other doctors. Yeah. It, it just, there was always just something about him that I didn't trust. I know some doctors that have questioned his actual bio, that his <laughs> bio might not all be there um, in the way that we think. And um, an outed member of the of the CIA, as Peter Bregan put it, his ties were just too big in uh <laughs> Too big and too dark. His father, his father-in-law worked for Raytheon. That's what Peter Bregan was discussing, Mm -hmm. was that, hey, his father-in-law was with this agency, his father with this agency, and he was groomed to to be in these agencies and therefore might not take a lot of stock in what he says. So I thought that was kind of interesting, though, that the judge dismissed the case. Well, and and I'm sorry, but Bregan has some credibility, too. Their Mm -hmm. new book... Yeah, it's good. COVID nineteen mm-hmm. and the global predators. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't that, say it, yeah. I know. Yeah. So, and he outed uh, MK Ultra. Um, Peter did. Uh, there was a lot that he outed. So it was really good. I had I had done some research of my own, and he was asking me for that research. I think he was very open to all kinds of research, and he still is. And so we might have Peter back on the show to discuss this. But the judge not happy with Malone and said, stop trying to sue people for, you know, giving some background. The The big issue there is not mm-hmm. that he ruled against Malone. It's that he had the gall to rule against Malone. Because uh-huh. I'm sure that judge is going to take some heat over that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Can you believe after all the recent violent protests, looting, and destruction, some communities are considering either defunding or abolishing the police? If you agree that now is the time when police protection is needed most, then it's time we stand up and support your local police and the communities they serve. Call 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet. 
That's 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet today. Is the Kate Daly Show. Lou, Molly, Lily, Lou, I love you, Linda Lou. Molly, Lily, Lou, I love you, Linda Lou. Molly, Lily, Lou, I love you, Linda Lou. Hi, All right, I got Uncle Milty here and um, a couple of things. Mel Madison coming up. Talk a little bit about money in the first part of next hour. And and then, um, of course, I want to talk about the thing that happened on the cruise ship. Um, also, we'll talk a little bit about Know Your Enemy and, and, and Hollywood, but uh, there's so much to talk about. Um, okay. So I also wanted to mention that ActivateFIQ.com, I'm constantly telling you guys, go get your copper magnesium from them, a whole C from them. It's awesome. Um, And also cod liver oil, uh, beef liver oil. It's just they have amazing products because of the way they do the products, because of the way they compile the products and put it into these uh, capsules. Um, It is above, above par. It's incredible. And they have a new histamine that is very natural. So you might want to check this out if you need uh, that kind of, uh, that kind of um, we'll call it medication, right? They have a new natural supplement for that and also sleep. They actually have a really good sleep product that doesn't leave you dazed all day, okay, the next day. You might want to check some of these things out. They also have a um, supplement for anxiety that's really good too. Uh, so go to activatefiq.com and put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, and uh, you'll get substantial savings, and they're just an awesome company. Um, we have had their a CEO on the show many times, and I just love what they do. Activatefiq.com, this is the place to get supplements. I wouldn't get them over the counter. I would get them from uh, this place because of the way that they do it. Um, and it's that good. So I want to mention, I want to mention um, a couple of things. There are four new Beatles um, movies coming out from Sam Mendes. Okay. He's going to direct four separate Beatles movies on Paul McCartney, John Lennon, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr. My question on this was, why? Why? When Hollywood doubles down on something, then I'm always pretty secure in the knowledge that this is this is a, a, a narrative, a narrative that we're told. And I do think there is a narrative about the Beatles music. The only song that the Beatles ever came up with, and I've done we've done shows on this, that they've ever come up with that they sang on their own, they didn't even write. The only song that got them noticed, they only played one song, okay? Now, you go play a Scottish lullaby and tell me that you get picked up and are then the biggest band in the world, okay, from one little Scottish lullaby. That's all they ever, they never actually wrote a song. They only played the Scottish lullaby and they were discovered by a CIA guy, okay, and what I found kind of interesting in my research was that they basically had a writer. That writer died in 1969. He wasn't well known. He was very much behind the scenes. And they didn't want you to know that they had like a music savant writing the music. And that's why it was so good and so different. And the tunes were so catchy. These guys didn't display one ounce of talent before they were ever discovered that would have proven that they could have written all that music. So they're doubling down on the narrative in Hollywood, to me. That's what it looks like. That was a really interesting time. Mm -hmm. 
I remember being told we weren't allowed to listen to Beatles music after John Lennon in 1966 uh-huh. made the announcement that they were more popular than Jesus. Ooh. And Ouch. I was thinking about that and mm-hmm. saying to myself, if they were to say that today, they'd be heroic. <laughs> they but would in be. 1966, parents were sad. saying, no more Beatles. Mm. It's sad that it would be heroic now. Yeah. Yeah, it is. The actual writer, the songwriter for all the Beatles songs was Theodore W. Adorno. He died in 69. Uh, he was the director. I, I, I can't make this. Director of the Frankfurt Tavistock Social Engineering School. Hmm. <laughs> Music savant. Okay. And they manufactured the invention of the Beatles, the Stones, the Grateful Dead with well-known CIA people that came out and said, yeah, we're CIA within the group. And the real birth of rock and roll came right out of Tavistock Institute. Theodore Adorno. He was the guy that actually did the music. And this is why they broke up in 1969, um, because he died. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not quite sure. He came out of uh, Germany, Adorno. Isn't it interesting how many ties to Germany? Yeah. Don't you find that kind of fascinating? I do. I always do. Um, the, and yeah, go ahead. The other thing that's fascinating mm-hmm. is that none of the Beatles made it on their own. <laughs> they all attempted to keep going on their own mm-hmm. and none were really successful. No, not like they were when they were the no, Beatles. No, no, not even and close. When they were founded after singing the only and one song that they played in front of a crowd, which was a Scottish lullaby, not a song they wrote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Within two months time, Um, They had a CIA guy on the scene, um, and this all took place above a local CIA hangout that was like a little dive, okay? And they gave him a look, they gave him the haircuts, they transformed them into the Beatles group, they actually had to teach them to play instruments, and... um, they, they really didn't know a whole lot or how to do a whole lot. So they weren't really musically inclined, nor were they ever savants in music that could, that could bust out all that music. You guys saw the Beatles, mu- uh, the Beatles music movie that came out like six or seven years ago where the guy had amnesia and all of a sudden, or not amnesia, sorry, uh, something happened elect- uh, electrically and none of the world remembered the Beatles, but he did. And so he was able to, he was a musician, he was able to play all those songs, and it got very popular because he played the songs. But when you listen to the songs, they're all kind of very different and very interesting to listen to, and hooks like you can't believe, right? Love me do, and all these things. Never once did the Beatles ever give you any inclination that they could have ever done that, ever, ever. So it was, I thought the Theodore Adorno story was very interesting because he came out of Germany, the Nazi era, 1934, and wrote several books to which he later became famous, including the Dialectic of Enlightenment, a philosophy of new music, the authoritarian personality. And if you ever want to have some clues on uh, the Beatles music, one of the best things to do is look at the cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band because Sgt. Pepper was a MI6 guy, okay? And, uh, and so that's why they called it his band of artists.
and you'll get to see on the cover. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, thank you for taking my call. I'm just sure. driving here and watching the uh, stratospheric aerosol injections Ooh. in front of me. But it, what wasn't the, the Tavistock Institute famous for its brainwashing methods? Uh huh. Yep. That's the very one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's who wrote the Beatles songs, huh? Yes. It was Adorno. Very interesting. Go look up Adorno. He became the Institute's director in 1958. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think over the last five years, I realized that everything's fake. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. set up. I know. You know, I, it's unfortunate. Me. Yeah, I, but it's kind of funny. I know. I mean, we just hook, line, and sinker. So there was absolutely no question in my mind when I saw them bust out. They're going to bust out by the year 2027 all these installments of the Beatles. That's their. That's what they're going to do. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah I wonder. I, I mean, I basically grew up in the '80s. I wonder how much music I listened to was all the same. Yeah. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? You know. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, Thank thanks you. for taking my call. You bet. Thanks. Um, I. I mean, don't believe me. I, I was just as shattered as everyone else because you want to think all this stuff is 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 real, but when you really examine it. There's so many holes. I don't know that anyone could actually take this for a reality. So, yes, he was the head of the, the um, Tavistock Institute known for brainwashing techniques. <laughs> All righty then. Um, so <laughs> we're just going to leave that right there. And, of course, Rob Reiner's film. I do want to mention that, too. Uh, we'll mention that when we come back. Rob Reiner's uh, new movie that uh, absolutely tanked. You'll find out what it was about. Be right back. Are you fed up with where our nation is headed? Here at the John Birch Society, we know how to fix a reckless, corrupt, and out-of-control government. It starts with patriots like you. We believe the only way to liberty and national sovereignty is to not only understand what's in our founding documents, but demand that every elected official adhere to them. The Constitution is America's only solution. Join the John Birch Society today. Visit us at jbs.org. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hey, Dally Show. I know. It's not like I like to present all this stuff. <laughs> I hope people don't realize I'm just as kind of blown away as everyone else is when they start to hear the details of everything because we were always told these narratives and. And I think it was, why would you question that? Why would you question the Beatles, right? Why would you question the Grateful Dead or the Rolling Stones? Or why would you question these groups? I mean, I know. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay. No, the reason we have to question mm-hmm. all of these things is because of exactly where we are today. Yeah. It shows that the, all of these things had a terrible effect on our society. I know. There's no question about it. Everybody loves the Beatles music. I'm not saying that. Beatles music is fantastic. Love yeah, Me Do and Hey music. Jude. And I mean, such different songs, right? Usually bands perform one type of song. 
not in this case. And the guy was, Adorno was a music, he was a, a savant. People called him that. He knew how to produce music, okay? Yeah. So nobody's saying that the music was just so bad. It's just that... How if it you, was used. How it was used. How it was, how it was manufactured. How they brought this to the table and did not disclose any of the manufacturing of it. When you realize and you do the homework on it, Brian Epstein, who was a little CIA agent who died very young, mysteriously, um, you know, was in charge of cultivating their look. They didn't do that on their own. They didn't give themselves those haircuts and bust out of the scene with their matching outfits and, and do all of that just because. They were groomed into the being this band. And, uh, and so I just, I just think there's so much more there to unpack as to when you can start to see how many facades there are. And when Hollywood's pushing narratives, when they're pushing this band in your face and saying, we have to make a million movies about this band. Why? It's been done. Just like the moon landing has been done. So why do it? What would be the reason as to why you would have to produce all these movies? So whenever you see a gazillion movies made about something, you should probably question the subject matter. That's kind of my rule of thumb now. And I hate that. That's the case. I do. The Beatles, aside mm-hmm. from their music, created an environment that separated parents and their children mm-hmm. and created a revolutionary movement mm-hmm. in the children. Yeah. And it's it, it, it had a devastating effect. Yep. And it was it was very much... The parents don't get the kids. The kids don't get the parents. And it, 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 it like started a, a, a sort of revolution in the youth at the time. Yeah, there was and, definite reason. And that generation of children mm-hmm. turned into some of the worst parents we've ever had in our society. That's true. They didn't raise their children in a, in a manner befitting yeah. humanity. That music changed in the 60s, along with so many other things that we were hand-fed in the 60s. We were hand-fed the lone gunman, we, and that it was around every corner, and we were hand-fed this. We were hand-fed the women's movement, which is very much like the trans movement now, mm-hmm. same way they're doing it. Um, it was... Um, it was, you know, it, it was with, through paid people to be there to give you this idea that you all of a sudden were very unhappy yep. and that you needed to show your husband the door because he was ineffective at giving you your needs and that and that you deserved more by going out into the corporate world. Yeah. So but, there, it was just very much very, very similar the way they're doing it. Yeah. And, and that probably didn't have actually anything to do with destroying the family unit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, truly, that's really what they were after. Yeah. Now they're after um, reducing us to a, a nothingness in gender. Not, not even your gender is important. Nope. You're just a nothing um, that can be co-opted by transhumanism at any time because you're a nothing. But it was amazing to see that music did not change all that much so drastically as it did in the 60s 50s and 60s as it had in previous decades and we've said this before on the show I've said it many times go from 1890 1890 to 2000 or uh, 1910 20 years did you see a lot of fluctuation in music and, and all kind? no you didn't you saw it in the 50s and 60s and they changed the hertz of the music Things were very different. And when you have the guy that's running Tavistock, (laughs) (laughs) 
at the helm of, of, and that's who they say wrote all the Beatles music, every single one of their songs. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, guys. Hi. Check out the Beatles movie, A Hard Day's Night. Mm. These guys were not the sharpest tools in the drawer, (laughs) but I love their music. I know. I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. But it's just about for me is I don't care what the truth is. Just show me the truth. Okay. I can handle it. It's not going to rock my world to the point where I can't function. I just want to know the truth of, of things. And by the way, before we have, before we leave this hour, Rob Reiner did a documentary. I shouldn't call it a movie as Milty said on the break, God and country, the rise of Christian nationalism. It didn't just tank at the office uh, or at the uh, box office. It was humiliated at the box office, pulling in only $38,000 over four days. Yeah. I love it. I love that it tanked, by the way. Yeah, you have to understand what Christian nationalism is professed to be. Right. Primarily, it focuses on the internal politics of society, such as legislating civil and criminal laws that reflect the view of Christianity Mm -hmm. and the role of religions in political and social life. You mean the Bible. (laughs) The laws of God. There is no such thing as Christian nationalism. No. It's just being a Christian. And Rob Reiner puts out the worst stuff. Oh, my gosh. Well, they're trying to claim that we're trying to make Mm -hmm. Christianity the national religion. Mm -mm. And that's not happening, and the Constitution would not let it happen. I know. And that it all is mixed in in a vat of Trump, and that we are horrible MAGA people. I mean, they are really trying to lump us into yep. this group. And it only made about 400 bucks a theater. <laughs> so <laughs> I was actually really happy to see that tank. And I just, my biggest, my biggest thing is when you see the media double down on certain narratives and make all kinds of movies about it, they're probably twisting the reality of what you're seeing. And I think it's a good sort of way to, to, to approach questions that you might have. And when you see them doubling down, then at the heart of it, it's probably not as real as we thought it was going to be. Okay. Or thought it to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the main, you know, they're saying that Christian nationalists believe that the United States is meant to be a Christian nation and want to take it back for God. No, we just, <laughs> no, just Christians wanting to be Christians. We just want to be Christians. They have to make us the bad guy. They right. have to demonize us in every single way. They won't be happy until they don't. Hollywood, know your enemy. We'll talk about that a little bit more in the show. <laughs> but a lot of it has to do with what Hollywood is doing. Sure. What Hollywood is doing. And I think more or less they are. They are that entity to me anyway. Um, Be right back with Mel Madison on, and we'll talk a little bit of financial news. Be right back. KateDallyRadio.com. Self-reliance. It's not a phrase we hear much in our culture these days. It might conjure up images of pioneers, the West, rifles, strapping men, and strong women. But what does it mean for us in today's world? The New American Magazine has just released its latest collector's edition, Self-Reliance, Foundation of Freedom. In it, the New American authors outline the necessity of self-reliance for a free people, 
tips for self-reliant living and the importance of not giving up hope. This unique edition includes articles on the self-sufficiency of the founders, preparing for a worst-case scenario, firearms, financial self-reliance, the importance of community, and many other topics by expert writers. Now, for a limited time, The New American is offering a bundle of three collector's editions, Self-Reliance, The Great Reset, and Trump World, for just $19.95. A great stocking stuffer, available at shopjbs.org. Visit shopjbs.org today. Breaking news. The feds have investigated themselves and cleared themselves of any wrongdoing. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Don't let the media, the press, or your environment brainwash you. It's not a black-on-white thing. It's not a black-on-black thing, and it's not a gang-on-gang thing. It is simply one thing. It's an ignorance thing. It's an ignorance thing. What kind of committed life will you leave behind? Don't be afraid to think. It's not illegal yet. Afraid to think it's not illegal yet. Love that. All right, welcome, Kate Daly Show. So happy to be here. I've got Uncle Milty last hour on a Tuesday, and of course, that means we have Mel Madison on, um, and author of the book Quaz. And of course, go get that book, um, which is amazing. And it's gonna actually so much of what we talk about is gonna be, um, you know referencing to the same things that that he talked about in Quaz too. We're going to talk about the dark side of the of the dollar and I always find this so fascinating. I I'm not a money person and so um to me, all of this is very foreign to me. So I love that we can have uh, these kinds of guests on talking about this and I love uh, Mel's take. How are you, Mel? I'm doing well. How are you, Kate? Excellent. So let's talk. Let's talk about the dark side of the dollar. We were just talking about uh, about the Beatles and their involvement with certain CIA people. And uh, what did you think of that? I'm just so curious. Well, I no, I do find it find it interesting. I find the connections interesting. And I believe also you mentioned everybody loves the Beatles, and I have to admit I don't love the Beatles. I've, I've never, <laughs> I've never been a Beatles fan. Really? Um, I've, I've obviously heard a number of their songs, but okay. I've never. Um, I, I don't know. They never did it for me. Um, okay. I don't know why. I think maybe when I was a kid in high school in the late '80s, early '90s, mm-hmm. everybody wanted to listen to the Beatles. They were the cool thing. They were coming back, like kind of that mm-hmm. reviving the older generation. And I don't know, I, I kind of rebelled against that. But speaking of intelligence connections, uh-huh. I did uh, find an interesting one today. Walmart came out with their earnings today, and this will lead into our dark side of the dollar conversation. But just to follow up on the Beatles, I was looking at Sam Walton's background, and I saw he served as an officer in the Army during World War II, and I looked a little closer to see what did he do. He was in military intelligence. And I don't so know that do there's. These I don't know that there's any billionaires in the billionaire club that didn't. I'm actually, I'm actually to the point where I'm I'm kind of questioning. Most of those people have ties to the others, and those ties usually the people end up. It's just like Elon. That you know, when you're part of that club, I'm going to suspect that that you've traded a lot of things to get there. 
exactly. You don't you don't know how those connections work. Yeah. Maybe he had a you know inconspicuous mm-hmm. job for three years in the army, but maybe he served with someone who twenty five years later was in charge of the defense intelligence agencies. And mm-hmm. you know you you don't know how those connections get formed and yeah. what happens down the road. So true, Uncle Milty. What do you think? Uh, well, I yeah, you'd never know how that works <laughs> out. But I do want to say though that you're 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 not being thrilled with the Beatles was because you weren't really there. You, <laughs> you didn't see them yeah. until the eighties. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. you didn't get enough exposure. I was to them, there. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we could have that conversation it, for an hour. It wasn't my my scene. I listened okay. to a weird mix of Pearl Jam and Charlie Daniels. Yeah, I got you. I don't know kind of how I, I outlaw country and grunge somehow was what I was listening to in 1990. I understand. Um, Okay, let's talk. Let's talk Walmart. Let's talk the dollar. Let's talk about that. Bring that up. So Walmart earnings came out. You know, they actually were up today on an otherwise down day. Earnings were strong. And they did $173 billion in sales in the, the fourth quarter. So in just three months, you know, uh, they, which keeps them on top as the nation's largest retailer and private employer um, ahead of Amazon. And I was just thinking about how much Walmart has really changed our country. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was a kid and the Walmart came to the small town, Blacksburg, Virginia, that I grew up in for a while. Um, and it just transformed not only Blacksburg, but a thousand other towns, 10,000 other towns around this country. And you might think like, okay, well, who can we blame for this? Like, you can't blame the people really for shopping there. I mean, people have a paycheck and they want it to go further. Mm -hmm. And if you're living paycheck to paycheck and you can support your family best, so, so you can't really blame them. And even Sam Walton, regardless of his intelligence ties, you know, some retailer was going to do this. It's, 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 it's just competition. But who can you blame is my favorite, you know, criminals, the, the deep economic state. And the reason you can blame them is because if the United States dollar had not been set up as a reserve currency for the globe after the Bretton Woods conference in World War II, we never would have had a Walmart the way we know it. We never would have had a hollowing out of the American manufacturing sector. And a lot of people... They love to talk about how great it is that the dollar is the reserve currency of the world and how horrible it would be if it wasn't. But the truth is, is that it's great for corporations because they get cheap goods that they can sell in the United States. It's great for bankers because it creates a whole financial network in the United States that becomes global. But who it's not good for is the American worker because when you're the reserve currency, your your currency is stronger than it really should be. And that means that your labor costs more than it should be. And so American workers, our labor for generations now has cost more than it really should be because of the reserve currency. So yes, we can buy stuff for chi- cheap stuff from China and we can have a bunch of useless stuff that doesn't really improve our lives. But and that can make a lot of money for companies like Walmart. But what it but what it also did was it made it a lot more beneficial for companies to make their cars in Japan or China or Korea. It made it a lot more beneficial for us to manufacture our TVs, our desks, our furniture overseas. And so the hollowing out of American manufacturing in a lot of ways 
can be tied back to money, to the nature of our money, to the nature of the dollar as the global reserve currency, which has inflated the dollar, made it much more valuable than it should be, made it cheap things for us to buy, but also made American labor so expensive that we hardly manufacture it all compared to what we did in 1950. Mm. Nolte? Well, yeah, without manufacturing, we lost all the long-term high-paying jobs. I mean, that's it. We became a service industry instead of a manufacturing industry. Yeah. Exactly. And it was like, Kate, you were saying last night, you were reading some of those uh, quotes from 1957 and people talking about cigarettes costing a quarter a pack and pretty soon the minimum wage Mm -hmm. will be a dollar. And you look at what has happened with inflation. The dollar has gone down, but it's still it's outperformed other currencies and it's made our labor so expensive in these jobs that we used to have where you could have one person supporting a family. I believe the 57 quote was, you know, somebody's talking about, you know, all of a sudden people are going to have to have two yep. people working in a house. And voila, and- we got the women's movement to <laughs> offer up half of society to go and go into the corporate world to get your worth. That your worth isn't what wasn't at home raising your kids and, and, and being so influential in their lives. It was in the corporate world. Yeah. And have no fear, the government will fill in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it worked out beautifully for them because, of course, they got their their two, you know, you can't you can't go and buy a home now without both parties working most of the time. So, right. Exactly. Yeah, they they increased the consumerism culture. Mm -hmm. They they made people pay for things that used to be able to be handled at home. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I saw something recently. It was like New York City or Chicago's spending $64 a day paying for meals for the migrants that they're putting up in hotels. And $64 a day, I mean, you know, if you're eating from home, even at today's prices, you can have T-bone steaks. You know, for, you, you, yeah. know you can go to the Harris Teeter in North Carolina where I live, and every week they've got one of the steaks on sale. It might be T-bone, might be filet, might be whatever. It's $10 a pound. Yeah. You, you know, $64. And what that is is that's people having to buy. And, and you used to be able to the the man or the woman whoever it is could go to a store could do the grocery shopping could cook the the healthy meals could uh take care of the home now you need to pay for a nanny then you need a tutor because you can't help your kids then you need you know Mm -hmm. to buy your food and spend three times as much as it would cost to make it from home and so they've turned us into consumers yeah they've sold us a bunch of cheap stuff that they import from china and vietnam look at what we used to yeah we've lost our living Look at what we used to spend on one landline for the whole family, and now what we spend on cell phone bills for the whole family. Kind of amazing. Milty? My parents bought furniture for Uh their home in 1960 and died with that furniture. The quality was that good. Furniture doesn't even last that long anymore. No, it was designed to fail so that you'd have to buy more, right? Exactly. And, mm-hmm. and, the, and the, the labor here is so expensive. You used to be able to, you know, there'd be a, a reupholstery shop in every yep. downtown yep. and there'd be somebody you could you could take the good solid wood frame and you could get the pillows reupholstered or the, the frame reupholstered for a reasonable fee. Now it's like, you know, I have had a problem with my oven the other day. I tried to fix it myself. I went online. The part was going to be two hundred dollars, and, and I, I realized I couldn't do it because there was an electrical component. I called someone to see about it. I realized I'm going to spend four hundred dollars to get this oven fixed, mm-hmm. and I waited for like a President's Day sale mm-hmm. and bought a new one for like five hundred and fifty. Yep. Yeah. 
because it was just right. It just made sense. I know. And, and, and you throw this stuff away, and it's designed that way. It's like the Apple batteries and the phones are designed to give out everything. Yep. It, it, it's designed to keep you on that hamster wheel. And a lot of this, it really traces back to what happened at Bretton Woods, where they they sacrificed American manufacturing so that we could have this global reserve currency status and fattened banker pocketbooks. And and it took a while, but it hollowed out American manufacturing and it turned us into a country of consumers and bankers. And, you know, uh, Lord knows where this is heading. Fast food work. Anything else you want to add in this last 45 seconds? Uh, let's see. Well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite Beatles song, Kate? Gosh, I don't even know. Um, Hey Jude, maybe. Hey Jude. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I remember Imagine, which if you think about the lyrics of that. It's and dark. You realize it's a, it, it's a communist manifesto, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Um, it's an atheistic world with no personal liberty, no property rights. And what it is. And so you you think about what did those CIA folks do? Uh, What was the idea being planted in the heads? What were those lyrics really about? And it is interesting that they're bringing back these movies as they're bringing us back to the, Mm -hmm. at least on on the left side of things, to the the, the Lenin Marxist world. What a great point. Mel Madison, go get the book, Quaz. You're going to love it. Thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoy your visits on Tuesdays. Thank you. Great points, by the way. Be right back. We'll comment on those. Be right back. The John Birch Society has been working tirelessly since 1958 to preserve freedom, safeguard the Constitution, and restore our God-given rights. We continually educate voters and lead the freedom movement. Join us as we work against a tyrannical one-world government. United as one, we can defeat this conspiracy against a free America. JBS founder Robert Welch said, education is our total strategy and truth our only weapon. Go to JBS.org and join us in restoring this great nation. This is the Kate Daly Show. Dally Radio.com. Dally is spelled like Valley with a D. KateDallyRadio.com. And uh, on the break, uh, we were Mel and I and, and Uncle Milty were talking about Birch Gold, and he said that article was right on about uh, China undervaluing its gold and how how it's wreaking havoc on the market and, and, and showing you kind of a fake picture of what's out there and, and actually having an effect on the market. Buy gold and silver, text Birch Gold. This is who I trust uh, to go to for sure. Uh, Birch Gold has an amazing reputation. Please go to them and, um, and text Birch Gold, 989898, and text my name, Kate. Okay, that's all. Just text my name, Kate, K-A-T-E. So simple. And you'll get some free information. And, and, uh, and for gold and silver, it's the best place to buy it. And um, it'll arrive beautifully at your home. And it's just amazing. So you have to go through this process. It's, it really is. They're fantastic. Uh, we do have a caller. And I was going to mention, um, they love to put out these movies because the music then lives again and again and again. And we should talk about that song, Imagine. It's atrocious, actually. But people, because of the way it's sung and because of the pretty melody, people think it's a wonderful song about the world. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. 
Um, yeah, Kate, just, hey. I just missed, um, um, no, I, I yeah. just got his book. So I'm getting ready to read that. Excellent. But I want to make a comment about it was not only the corporations complicit in getting rid of manufacturing, but mm-hmm. our, our Congress did it as well. I worked for HP since 1980. Oh, I worked wow. for them for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And I watched the slow destruction of their, you know, they started off manufacturing in the United States, and they slowly moved it over to first to Singapore and then to China and other countries where they claimed, oh, labor was cheaper and had nothing to do with labor, had everything to do with tax breaks. Mm-hmm. Congress would vote in tax breaks so that if you built stuff in Singapore, yeah. you got a tax break. Mm-hmm. So they deliberately stole jobs from American workers. Amen. Yep. Thank you for that. Really appreciate that. It was a great add-in. So true. Um, by the way, the Imagine lyrics, Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us, above us only sky. Imagine all the people living for today. Imagine there's no countries. It isn't hard to do. Nothing to kill or die for and no religion too. So by saying that if we didn't have countries, we wouldn't have war and that should bring you some peace. What they're basically saying is sovereignty doesn't matter because he's not mentioning the sovereignty of nations. He's just mentioning that just make all the world one, which he says in the next one. Uh, Imagine all the people living life in peace. See in peace because there's no borders. Um, you may think I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will be as one. That's not how that's supposed to go down. Um, imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can, no need for greed or hunger, a brotherhood of man. You'll own nothing and be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Klaus Schwab song of the year. I mean, honestly, see, there's a difference between I had a guest on that talked about minimalism and saying, look, you can actually reduce stress in your life by kicking some stuff to the curb. And that's very true. If you've ever cleaned out and done spring cleaning, you know that what he's saying is true. This is by force. This is by force. So this is imagine no possessions. I wonder if you can. No need for greed or hunger. If uh, the brotherhood of man, because the government's going to feed you. Right. Government's Mm going to give you what you need. Imagine all the people sharing all the world. You may say I'm a dreamer. I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will be as one. That's not a great song. Pretty melody. Not a great song. But you know what? As soon as they spit out these movies, everyone will be listening to this again. And everyone will be talking about it because on American Idol, I remember David Archuleta sang that song when, when, when American Idol was getting big, they usually all do it as a cover on the, you know, on the music shows and they'll put this great voice to it. And everyone walks away going, Oh, that was beautiful. Um, it's a, a horrible communistic lyrics. The globalists are going to love that song. (laughs) They love it. They love it now. So, I just, it, it's it's um, kind of getting to the root, like our caller did, of, of you know, the companies, the corporations, and how they operate. And um, and they need the politicians in their pocket in order to do what they, they've done, right? That's how that works. The Democrats stop short of blaming the politicians' hand in that. They only blame the competitions. I blame both, okay? Because I can see that both had to work together to, to make things work for jobs ending and the way that the corporations got these tax breaks and the way that they have profited. And like he said, like Mel said, it hasn't been good for the worker. It's only been good for the, the banks and, and, and the politicians and the corporations. Interesting. Um, we're going to come right back. Know your enemy. 
This isn't. This is kind of fascinating too. But we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. Hey, America. How tired are you of mainstream corporate media's biased narratives and manipulated news? Their dishonesty and attempts to influence this generation have been exposed, put on display for anyone who's even half paying attention. But the New American Magazine has been an honest source of news and commentary for over 50 years. This is your opportunity to receive the stalwart of principled journalism at a deep discount. Picture a beautifully published magazine arriving at your doorstep twice a month, packed with insightful stories written with integrity. It's also available digitally on the New American's mobile app. Get up to speed with intelligent coverage from a freedom perspective. Right now, for a limited time, the New American is available to radio listeners at a 25% discount on a new subscription. Visit thenewamerican.com slash radio25 and receive 25% off. Subscribe today at thenewamerican.com slash radio25. This is the Kate Daly Show. When I feel all alone Hey there. Like I sometimes do. Kate Daly Show. Will we take your calls? Yes, we will. If you're listening to us live, that is. Uh, of course, um... 888-673-1450. You can give us a call and let us know what you think. You might hate our theory on the Beatles music. I don't know. You might hate, you might want to um, call up about anything we've talked about today. Um, of course, you're welcome to do so. And um, also, please, uh, um, it, it's very, uh, it's frustrating, I know, because we do a lot of shows on the truth of what really happened or the real background of. And I actually think that's why people like to listen to this show is because we'll do some deep dives on stuff that most people aren't doing deep dives on. And in this, in this article, know your enemy, it it really pointed out the fact that Hollywood is um, very much a proponent of showcasing the things they want to showcase and, and cherry picking, like we talked about earlier, the projects, but not really ta- not really suggesting that, oh, s- such and such is a Christian and a hero, or this is why the Christian film industry started coming out because and doing their thing because they knew that they weren't going to get a whole lot of, um, you know, people, um, you know, doing any Christian films. But that I think that's by design and that we're not going to see the heroes that we need to see. If there are people like that, that's not going to come out of Hollywood. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, this Hi. is Espiel, and I was hearing you talking about um, free money for, for food. And about two months ago, I got a phone call from Medicare mm-hmm. stating, uh, pr- pressing me to get their free um, mm. card for food. <laughs> and I just said, you know, no, thank you. I can feed myself, right. but there are plenty of people mm-hmm. who can't. Mm-hmm. So then today I get another phone call and they, um, uh, actually it was on my phone. It, was, mm-hmm. it wasn't a call. And I thought, huh, I'm just going to play, 
play with these people. <laughs> and so I gave him my zip code, uh-huh. 84780, yeah. and I think we're too wealthy here because they said I didn't qualify. <laughs> but they didn't hang up on me. Uh-huh. And so I stayed on, and someone came on and, and talked to me, and he took some more information information they did not ask for my social security number Mm. uh, because i was ready for that one yeah but but here it was um oh i know they did leave take they took my i think i gave my phone number but Mm. they what they did was they took information they didn't have someone in my area oh interesting to give you all that free food Hmm. (laughs) yeah i'm glad you said no i really am i'm glad you said no to that oh yeah no i just you know you hear so much of this and i thought Mm -hmm. you know i'm i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. throw it right back to them good excellent (laughs) i love it thanks anyway love you love you you to death thank you always good subjects and everything thank you thank you love it love it the problem is the number of people that take yeah. advantage of that i know because they feel like well money's going to be given out so i got to get my piece that's right and that's truly what's ruining america as we pointed out how the system works go back and see that 15 minute podcast it's the same thing it's how the system works and it's pretty terrible yeah it's I'm funny but if you give 200 billion people a dollar mm-hmm. it costs 200 billion dollars <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um it's so bad and so uh know your enemy was actually a really good expose on on know know what we're dealing with here and the and the things that were not shown and the lies that were told but the things that were not shown to let's take another caller hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead yeah i'm starting to believe that everything's a lie <laughs> You know, and everything evolves around the CIA and the Mossad. The Mossad basically over the CIA and, and all those uh, other military intelligence. Basically. Military intelligence is even more vast than the CIA is. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been reading the books on Area Fifty One by yeah. um, I can't recall his name right off, but mm-hmm. uh, it talked about how directly they were working with all these other intelligence agencies and just numerous ones. Yeah. Only five percent of the people. That worked out there knew that the CIA was running that Area 51, Boy. and they were directly with Mossad. But yeah. we're headed for a for a major financial collapse. I think so too. I really do. Thank you for your call. I think so too, and I think that right now you have opportunities. Take them. Go text Birch Gold 989898 and get their free information. That information is free and is good. Um, but he's right on that. It's coming. It's coming. We all know it, right? I mean, you can sense it. You know it. Something deep in you, some gut feeling is telling you that, too. I'm very sure. And I think that the reason that the Robert Malone case was stopped by the judge wasn't it wasn't because he thought Peter Bregan was telling the truth, which I think Peter Peter Bregan was telling the truth about Robert Malone. It was that they didn't want all of that coming out in court. Yeah, because more would have come out in court. See? It's all protection. And I think so many judges are in a situation where you think, well, that judge did the right. That judge did do the right thing. But I think maybe for an alternative reason, you know, and that is to protect these agencies. That's my gut. That's my gut feeling. Can't prove that. It's just my gut feeling. So that's just Kate talking. But this is kind of amazing um, that we (laughs) that we have to determine who the enemy really is and what we're up against. And I think this is this is tough. So there were some redefined fir- uh, terms and 
one of the terms they redefined, and this was by uh, Chris, uh, Francis Christian, actually, Fran- Francis Christian essays on um, socialism, sometimes confused with communism. But the essential difference is that it seeks some of the same goals as communism, but with a peaceful means. Yeah. You know, it's so true. So Un- Until you're slaves, mm-hmm. then it's no longer peaceful. Yeah. Fascism, a union of state power with corporate power. We were just talking about this to achieve um, dictatorial and nationalistic goals, no matter the cost, there is usually no desire to internationalize the system. The ideology of fascism can vary, but it usually results in tyranny and murderous oppression of dissent, uh, suppression of dissent and perceived enemies. Nazism is a type of fascism. Interesting. Remember Putin talking about mm-hmm. the, the Nazis alive and well? Yeah. So there's there's a lot to yeah. unpack. Here. I often define socialism as slavery with a high standard of living. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slavery. So you hardly notice yep. it. Slavery. So it comes in rather quietly and peaceful. Sure. Kind of like the Imagine song, where you know, if you just do without borders, you'll have peace. Really, because we'll be so oppressed, we can't have we can't have a war. If we if you wanted one, because you can't oust the oppressor. That's what that's what they're not saying in the song. Imagine, go back into the Beatles lyrics. Go back into the lyrics of songs. You know, have you guys noticed that we only have single acts now? They're not they're not like you have Rihanna, Taylor Swifty. You have all of these single acts. You don't have the bands anymore. Why is that? Is a single act easier to control i would imagine because the bands are interchangeable you've only got one person just gonna throw that out there i think there's some truth to that in the study i've done but Mm -hmm. that's according to kate see i'll always say if it's according (laughs) to kate or if i actually have a lot of stuff to back that up hi caller you got about a minute go for it hi kate hi Hi, uncle milty hi Hey, you were mentioning Dr. Malone and and Mm -hmm. the fact that the case was dismissed and you thought maybe they wanted that so Mm -hmm. that things didn't come out. Mm -hmm. And it it made me think today, you know, Julian Assange is having one of his appeals for extradition to the United States. Mm -hmm. And I'm not so sure the United States wants to extradite him. Yeah. He's been in prison for 12 years. I know. I can't believe it. Without a trial. I can't believe it. Yep. And... I don't know. I could be wrong. Interesting but, thought. So say, for instance, they don't extradite him. Mm-hmm. I bet you he doesn't get released either. Yeah, you're exactly right on that. Hey, thanks. That was an interesting thought. Thank you. It was an interesting mm-hmm. thought, and it, mm-hmm. and it reminds us all. Never admit you know where the bodies are buried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. There's so much we could say right now. Um, Okay, I know we have to go to a break, so we'll go to a break. We'll be right back. We'll take your calls. Um, If you're listening to us live in the afternoon, it's 888-673-1450. Now you can see the show on Rumble. You can see the show on Frank's Speech, the app, in the evening at 8 o'clock on TV. Be right back. You got a show. If Americans want to remain a free and sovereign nation, more people need to understand the principles and values that built America. At the John Birch Society, we have the organization, the plan, and the resources to do just that. Our founder, Robert Welch, said, education is our total strategy and truth our only weapon. 
Go to jbs.org to learn more, including how you can get involved to work locally and impact nationally. Join us at jbs.org. This is the Kate Daly Show. Well, there's a new sensation right across the nation. It's the Bib Bab Bob T. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Of course, we'll take your calls. I want to hear what's on your mind. Lots of news in the news cycle. The cruise ship that had the gastrointestinal um, uh, um, clientele. Um, complications and then calling it a mysterious oh that's basically the food honey um anyways calling it a mysterious (laughs) illness gave me flashbacks from february and january of 2020 when it all started with the cruise ships and the clientele i did i had that same (gasps) and uh, it's gastrointestinal which it's the food in all fairness (laughs) if i vomit yeah i right away think it's mysterious (laughs) I think it's a mysterious illness. It's a mysterious. Oh, good heavens, you guys. Um, Gosh, we're sold a lot of headlines. A lot of headlines. And um, it's just wading through them every day, right? To try to get to the truth every day. I feel like this is the mission at hand. Um, Make sure and get over to MyPillow.com. They're a great sponsor, and they have wonderful products. You'll love them, and they last. They really do last. The pillows last. The sheets last. The robes. Everything is very well made, and you're getting up to 90% off when you put in the code Kate. So please do that. It keeps us on the air. The other thing is preparewithkate.com. Get some food storage. Just be getting protein. Unless you like crickets, get protein, get chicken, get meat, get all those things while you can. Okay? Store them under the bed, wherever you can in your home. Doesn't mean you have to get a storage unit, but I'm serious. Take advantage of the deals right now. Because when everybody is not prepping as much, this is the time to do the deals. This is the time to get your best prices. So uh, get canned butter. Get those kinds of things, like just under roof. Okay? Great, great way to make sure you have commodities at hand. I definitely think you should. Um, you were just talking about a theory. You want to talk about that? A theory. Yeah, my theory is this. I do believe we're going to head into a financial collapse. But I think that what's going on at the southern border with these millions of illegal migrants mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is part of it. And they're being put into place to be internal disruptors as we try to deal with the financial collapse. Mm-hmm. They don't have to get violence. They can just walk around and tell people, well, you know, it's just as good. The United States sucked anyway. Mm-hmm. It's good that this is happening. We'll survive this. Don't worry. Let's just count on the government to do the right thing. And be just agitators internally. Yeah. But I honestly believe they're part of it, especially with the fact that the number of Chinese coming in is huge. Huge right now. Yeah. So true. Of course, you can you can comment on that. Yeah. I don't know. It's something to think about, for sure. Uh, there's, there's a reason. There's always multiple reasons, actually. Which is, I, it's, it's hard because I think people feel like, oh. It's exhausting, but there are multiple reasons. Yeah. They're not just letting these people in so they can have a better life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you so reminded me of George Carlin just now. Um, That is the, even though he was a lip, that that was the, that's the truth though. It's not about a better life. 
I wish they would keep or stop selling that line. Yeah, um, it's nonsense. Yeah, maybe for the tiniest, tiniest little portion. That's not what's happening, though. And there's a lot of people been down on the border of different countries like Panama talking about the truth about what's, what they're actually seeing down there. I wanted to I want to end this with something kind of fascinating. You want to end with something fascinating on the heels of the Beatles stuff? Since we were on that topic. If you insist. <laughs> okay. Um, so I, I found this kind of fascinating. So they didn't just spring up spontaneously. Okay. And words such as rock in relation to music sounds, teenager, the word teenager, the word cool, the word discovered, the word pop music was a lexicon, possibly a disguised code, right? Signifying the acceptance of drugs arrived with a company with the Beatles wherever they went to be discovered by the teenagers. Most people do not realize because it's hard to go back in time with those eyes. The word teenagers was never used until just before the Beatles arrived on the scene, courtesy of the Tavistock Institute for Human Relations. The new, the new words, the new phrases prepared by them, okay? And so it was Tavistock and Stanford Research Center cre- uh, created this, these trigger words, um, especially the general usage of the word rock music and its fans. And these trigger words created this distinct new kind of breakaway, largely young population group, which was persuaded by social engineering, of course, and, and conditioning at in all aspects, to believe that the Beatles were really their favorite group. There was a lot of press about them telling you, this is your new popular favorite group. And all the rage happened again and again in headlines. All trigger words devised to to the context of rock music was designed for mass control of a new targeted group, and that was the youth of America. They'd never really been, think about the ballroom era and the orchestra eras and the country music era. It wasn't focused on the youth like this was. So the Beatles did a perfect job, right? And so um, of, of being part of this. And of course, Tavistock and Stanford did a perfect job. This was this was right out of the gate. Tavistock was also working on sexuality at the time. You had those people crop up out of the sexuality movement um, to say everything's okay. And this is, you know, really talking boldly and blatantly about sexuality like we had never heard it before. And then um, the Beatles became this highly visible new type, more Tavistock jargon, right? As such, it was not long before the group made new styles, fads in clothing, hairstyles, language usage, um, which upset the older generation as it was intended. And this was part of a fragmentation, um, maladaption process uh, that worked out by Willis Harmon and his team of social scientists and genetic engineering uh, little tinkers. Okay, And so following the Beatles, who were incidentally put together by the Tavistock Institute and then the name of that, just like Mark Zuckerberg is the face of, of um, Facebook, this was Brian Epstein as the name, but they got rid of him for some strange reason. Was he going to tell? I don't know. But this was the other thing. Came out um, made in England, rock groups like the Beatles. And, uh, of course, Theo uh, Adorno writing their music and composing their music. You know, the, the Beatles' first hit uh-huh. in 1962, mm-hmm. Love Me Do, uh-huh. only made 17 on yeah. the charts. Right. Not number one. But you're right. 
And and within less than two years, they were on the Ed Sullivan show. But you were to- exactly. So think about that because you were told it was it were popular. It was your favorite. Yep. Yada yada yada. You love these guys. Seventeen. 17 yep. on the chart, and they got on the... Ed Sullivan. How in the world did that happen, Uncle Milty? It's amazing. No, it's not. It's not amazing when you start to put two and two together. And now when you see the Beatles, you won't be able to forget what we just said. You won't be able to forget any of this conversation today. <laughs> You'll see it totally different. And you're, when your eyes are open like that, and something in you goes, that's the truth. Then you realize, wow, because you can't unsee truth, which I love about truth. Yep. All right, you guys, be faithful, be fearless, share this with everybody you know, and of course, we'll be back tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow with uh, Susan and Melissa, and uh, this was good. This was interesting today, and a big thank you to Mel Madison. Get the get the book, Quaz. Q-U-O-Z. Thanks, you guys.